0: Hi, welcome to the Tax Chick podcast. I am your host, Amanda Deset, a self-proclaimed foodie, spin class, and Pilates enthusiast, and a tax lawyer. I fell into the practice of tax law despite having a lifelong hatred of spreadsheets, math, and numbers in general. Tax is complex, but it does not always have to be so complicated and shrouded in mystery. Join me and my guests as we unpack some serious tax topics and attempt to demystify the world of tax. (laughs) So I had Craig on the show today because he's a pretty big piece of my podcast in that he created the intro and the outro music um, for the podcast for me. And I thought that was really an amazing thing for him to do. He's been a huge support of the podcast from the beginning, and I thought it would be helpful for everyone to get to know the man behind the music. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not so sure you were so crazy about coming on the podcast, but nonetheless, here you are.
1: I'm excited. I'm very nervous because I don't know, hearing my voice recorded sometimes, I'm like, I don't sound like that. that. That's so weird, but I'm really excited to be here.
0: You've got a voice like butter, dear. <laughs> <laughs> so right now we're in the middle of a staycation. We are holed up in the James Hotel. In it's been Saskatoon. really nice. It's yeah. been really nice. Yeah, we've we've h- hidden from the world, and because I'm not home, I'm not trying to do dishes and other things in the house. So it's given us a chance to kind of relax a little bit. So we're sitting in in the fabulous couch in the middle of our our hotel room at the James, chilling
1: it's been really nice it's kind of like the james has been uh like an important part of a relationship and so it was kind of a nice place to come to to kind of escape from everything
0: yeah maybe we should tell people about the james and and why the james is is kind of important to us should we tell them about that yeah i think so so i think some of you that know me well will know that craig and i met through a matchmaker and not like an online dating app but like an actual legit matchmaker We met through um, Leanne, who runs Camelot Introductions out of Winnipeg. And at the time, she was still doing appointments in Saskatchewan and Alberta. And I think she's still matching in Saskatchewan. I think so. Because it's been about, we figured about five years since we met.
1: Yeah, that's for sure. Time
0: flies. And Leanne, when she would come to Saskatchewan to do these initial meetings and interviews with potential clients, she always met at the James. She always had a suite at the James. And so that was the first time I ever came to the James, was when I came to meet Leanne.
1: That's my first time as well. Cool. But anyways... It
0: is a really cool place, hey? And then... So we met our matchmaker here. That was what we had done initially. And then you proposed to me at the James.
1: I did. It was... Uh, I'm so proud of how I did it. It was all a surprise. And it's really hard to... Like, to put together a surprise for Amanda. Because, um, I don't know. I was just... she's She is so smart. She could figure things out. And so... And I'm the worst liar. Like, she... I will just <laughs>
0: You're a terrible liar. I would
1: I thought I was going to ruin it so many times, but I was able to get through it and I was pretty pretty proud of myself. And I got some help too, but yeah.
0: You you got me good. So the gist of the story is Craig lured me to the James under the pretense of a surprise birthday party for his mom and got me all the way up to a room and told me that this is where the party was happening and that the other guests were late and that we had to find a card in the room to sign it before his mom showed up. And so I'm running around the room yelling at you because you weren't helping me find the card. So I was I was yelling at you for not helping me. (laughs) And then I found the card and in the card was your proposal. And it took me longer than it probably should have to click with what was going on. And I think I said to you, so there's no surprise party for your mom.
1: Yes. And the funny thing is, is that that was like the easiest part of the whole thing. Earlier that day, um, Amanda went to church with her mom and I actually told her I was going to work but I actually took that day off and I actually um, went to my like I went to my apartment for the day early in the morning thinking that she thought I went to work which I start work at about six and so I was hiding out at my place and like still getting the plans going and then when she went to church with her mom I came to the James and was trying to get the staff did an amazing job and they were able to uh, I was trying to tell them like look you when I come here with my fiance. Or with my girlfriend you can't tell them that you know me we got to pretend this is a surprise and they did a fabulous job but i remember before she came Um, she actually got a little busy and she said, you know what, I'll just meet you there. And I said, no, 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 no. You can't meet me there. You got to meet me at your place because that's where everything kind of started. And so there was a point where I actually thought this whole thing wouldn't, this whole surprise would have been (laughs) ruined.
0: I'm a really difficult person to surprise.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Very, very hard to, but it worked and I was so happy that it did.
0: It was a great proposal. And then we we left the James after you proposed because I went home to get clothes because we were going to stay here for the night. And as we were leaving the James, who's walking in but our matchmaker. Right.
1: Yeah. Which I
0: thought you had planned but then found out that you hadn't. It was all no. it was just like fate.
1: Yeah, and we kind of going back in time a little bit. We actually got interviewed by our matchmaker at the James. And so that was it was just kind of a, a surreal moment because we weren't planning for the like I wasn't planning for the matchmaker to be there when we when I got engaged with her at the James, but she was there like doing her job. And so we actually connected with her and we had a conversation with her. And then we saw her like two of the time, two of the days we were there. We saw her for breakfast. She sat at our table. It was, it was crazy. It was
0: weird. And I mean, it, it, maybe people would find that odd. Like I think we found that we felt, we spent the first couple of hours after our engagement with our matchmaker yeah. and, and maybe that, maybe that sounds weird to people, but she was such a huge piece of us meeting yeah and the james is such a huge piece of our story and of us meeting so we've started taking these little staycations at the james because we can't go anywhere else
1: yeah it's when we're at home we tend to like just work like we tend to just do what we like we're just very busy at home and just keep doing stuff but when we're at the james it allows us to kind of take a step back kind of from life and do things that we've always want to do when when we're not at home
0: well, and we're both big supporters of supporting local business absolutely yeah and so by doing a staycation in our own city it allows us to support local restaurants and to kind of engage in more of the saskatoon culture
1: yeah and it's like it's kind of like traveling um and like re like seeing what saskatoon's all about again because i i often i don't go out at downtown as much anymore and so you see new places that are opened and see places that maybe not are open anymore and stuff so it's really nice to kind of be a traveler in your own city
0: yes i agree i think that's really awesome so i'm really glad that you're you decided to say yes i lugged all my podcast equipment to the james i had two suitcases coming into the james for a two-night stay <laughs> <laughs> one of which was all my podcast equipment so i really appreciate you you doing this for me and and maybe maybe we can just tell the listeners a little bit about you and kind of what you do
1: that's yeah we can um I work, so I'm, I work at the wastewater treatment plant as an assistant operator with the city of Saskatoon Have a chemist, a four-year bachelor of science in chemistry. And, but anyways, I enjoy working at the wastewater treatment plant as the assistant operator and stuff because it's, uh, we're basically taking sewage water and treating it into river water. And so we're helping the communities around us and making sure that they have fresh, uh, river water and we're helping like the aquatic life in the South Saskatchewan River.
0: Absolutely. And I mean, Saskatoon, of course, um, for those who are not familiar with our city, we have the beautiful South Saskatchewan River that runs almost like right straight through the city. And so we're called the City of Bridges because we have two different sides to our city and you need a bridge to get from one side to the other because of the beautiful river. And the maintenance of the river and, and the river properties are so important to us uh, in our community. And so what you're doing every day is is huge. To make sure that everything is okay and that our river water is safe. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, of course, you know this because you've been listening to my podcast, but you know that I ask all of my guests the same two questions. And so you're a guest, so I'm going to ask you those questions, too. So are you ready? I am. Okay, so question number one is, what is the last podcast you listened to? And I know it's my podcast. I know that's (laughs) the last one. But like the other than my podcast, what was the last one you listened to?
1: That is a good question. Yeah, I've been. Yeah, that's right. I've been listening to her podcast and like analyzing it and saying, hey, you know, the sound or whatever. But anyways, the last podcast that I listened to, and it's probably one of the first that I've listened to, is the Bill Simmons podcast. And a friend of mine, he knew that I was an NBA basketball fan. I'm a Toronto Raptors fan. Hey, what's up, Toronto Raptors fans? (laughs) And uh, he told me, hey, you should listen to this podcast because it's actually really interesting and I kind of like the podcast because he kind of like he looks at the game of basketball the NBA game in a in a different way and he kind of looks at it as a as a team owner's perspective or a a general manager perspective and he talks about kind of like the background uh, star news of the players and stuff so it's kind of a different view or perspective of the NBA game and so I kind of like it that way I kind of like that podcast um, because of that, it's just not looking at basketball itself.
0: We'll have to put the info in the show notes so people can find that podcast.
1: Yeah, I because the other guests that you've had, they've had really like awesome podcasts that I'm like, man, when I heard that question, I was like, mine is just more social. It's more fun and it's not, which is not a bad, like their podcasts are awesome. And I'm like, I don't think my podcast which is a great podcast is something that I don't know if your viewers would be interested in. Well, but, but,
0: but maybe this is when we should divulge the podcast that you and I typically listen to. Yes. I mean, we people who know us would know that we are serious reality TV junkies. Yes. Like it's bad. Like the worse the reality TV, the more we love it. So we're currently obsessed with 90 Day Fiancé. And so there's that great Great podcast, 90 Day... What is it? 90 Day Fiancé Cray Cray? 90 Day Cray Cray? cray
1: cray? 90 Day Fiancé, yeah. Cray Cray.
0: Oh, it's so funny. And it breaks down all the episodes. And then we're also huge fans of the Bachelor franchise. And like all of the the Bachelor-like franchises. So, you know, Love is Blind and uh, Love Island and all those sort of sketchy reality TV shows. And then, so the Ringer podcast... Yeah. Is that what it's called? The Ringer Podcast?
1: The Ringer is the group, but The Bachelor Party is the actual right. podcast name. Uh, I think hosted by Juliet Littman. Yeah, it's it's pretty good because she's such a good researcher on some of the stars on the show on The Bachelor. And so she gets all the, the behind the scenes stuff, which is kind of cool. And she interviews some really, really cool guests. And so I've gotten into The Bachelor because... Because of me. Yeah. It's my fault. It's actually really funny. <laughs> well,
0: because I think I had taped... I think it was... I can't remember if it was The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. And you would like come into the room and you'd watch for a second and then you'd leave. And then soon you started coming in and then you weren't leaving. Yeah. You were just staying <laughs> to see what else was happening. And then that that sort of spun off a bit to us watching 90 Day Fiance. And we particularly like Pillow Talk. Oh, yeah. Pillow Talk is very funny.
1: So it's like kind of like... Uh, the after no it's not really the after show of the 90 day fiance it's just
0: it's like previous people who've been on the show yes they tape them watching the show and then sometimes we pretend we're on pillow talk mm-hmm. yeah because we're watching it and we provide commentary as we're as we're going along but i feel like when someone asks me about the podcast question i do listen also to more serious podcasts but i feel like the ones i gravitate towards are sort of the fun easy listening ones that yeah. i can listen to before going to bed or if i'm driving in the car and they tend to have a reality tv spin
1: that's totally me. And know. there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, that's true. There's nothing that's, wrong with that's,
0: that. That's fine. So, I mean, you're a big NBA fan. And I I was very anti-sports until I met you. I don't do sports. It's not my thing. And then I met you and you're so obsessed with the NBA. It's such a huge piece of who you are. And in particular, the Toronto Raptors. And you play basketball, like not professionally, but you play it in sort of an amateur league here in the city. Yeah. And it's just a huge piece of who you are. And so because you were always watching the NBA and then you were playing basketball and I would go and watch your games I started paying attention to what was going on and realized I kind of like basketball like someone asked me they're like are you just doing this because Craig watches basketball and I thought I asked
1: you that too <laughs> Yeah and I
0: thought I don't really know and then one day you were working and I came home and I was making dinner and I turned on NBA TV which I now have on my TV which I never would have had before and I realized I was watching the Raptors game but you weren't home So I thought, I must actually like this because I'm not required to like it. Mm -hmm. I'm not required to watch it. I'm just watching it for fun.
1: That is really cool. And I am missing uh, the Lakers game right now that LeBron is playing for this podcast. But I'd rather do the (laughs) podcast. We did we did like four
0: hours of NBA yesterday during our staycation. So if anybody follows me on Instagram, you will have inevitably seen Craig watching an nba game and craig doesn't sit when he watches an nba game he stands in front of the tv about what a foot away from the tv and right in the middle so nobody else can see what's going on and then you scream at the tv and you wave your hands and you get all worked up yeah it's it's a lot it's an emotional experience for you
1: it is it gets it can get really crazy but i'm i'm really happy the the raptors uh team right now they're playing very well and
0: they're doing a good job who's your favorite player right now
1: Right now, oh, that's a very good question. I really, I'm gonna say Cal Lowry because he's grown so much. I really am a fan of people that like grow and like and learn from their mistakes and just get better and better every year. And that's exactly that defines him right now. He he's gotten so much uh, flack or criticism for not like winning the the whole NBA championship but he's like kind of the guy in the Toronto Raptors team that has stayed there for a long time and he's getting better and better and better every year and I'm just a fan of people that just get better and learn from their mistakes and I don't know he's just a hard worker and so I have a Kyle Lowry jersey and I try to play like him when I do on the court but I don't yeah I think I'm getting too old to Play, but yeah you're anyway. not
0: too old to play you guys just play really rough and you're, you're you're on you're in a rec league and you guys get really worked up yeah you hear me yelling on the stands this isn't the NBA. <laughs> yeah, <I know.
1: laughs> yeah Amanda always reminds me yeah this is not the NBA I'm like yes yes I know I know
0: well and so so you love NBA but the other thing that you love your other passion in life is music
1: it is yes and uh,
0: you and I you and I luckily like the same kind of music because I think I think that would be really problematic if we had, like, if you wanted, like, really hard rock and I liked classical. Like, I don't know how we would match.
1: Well, it's funny because when I, I remember when I, like, when we were dating or when we, when I met you, you, you said you liked hip hop. And I'm like, yeah, right. I don't believe you. And then I think the one time my, I had a ringtone that had, like, hard, like, hip hop that had some, like, raw, like, swearing and stuff on it. And I ran over to my phone to turn it off. But Amanda, I looked over at Amanda and she's just dancing away. And I was like, whoa, you actually, you might actually like the music. And then when she, when she's driving around, she has Sirius XM and she, her like channel that she listens to is Hip Hop Nation, which is very like raw hip hop music. And I'm like, whoa.
0: <laughs> hip Hop Nation doesn't bleep anything out. Whereas the Heat does. The yeah. Heat is like the PG version. Yeah. And Hip Hop Nation is like the adult version. It's the, and it's the good. I also love, um, Oh shoot! What's the name of the the throwback hip hop channel? This is um, awful. I should but know I also this. I love like hip hop from the nineties. Yeah, just give me some good old fashioned hip hop. That's mm-hmm. my favorite. So I think hip hop is probably your favorite genre.
1: Yeah, R and hip hop and R and B for sure. I would say what we differ in, in music. I don't think you like calm music very much. I don't
0: because I don't like feeling like someone's telling me to be <laughs> calm like whenever i'm feeling frustrated and you put the calm app on you're like here listen to the waves i get really angry yeah because it feels like you're telling me to be calm and no woman likes to be told to calm down so i don't like (laughs) calm music unless i've chosen to put calm music on
1: (laughs) that makes sense but i i like calm music and then believe it or not i actually had a country music phase a long time ago maybe it was during because of craven and stuff back then but
0: i'm really glad that's over (laughs) i i don't know if we could be together <laughs> if you were still in a country
1: phase <laughs> yeah i don't listen to i don't listen to it as much anymore actually at all but i would there was a moment yeah there was a time where i would listen to country music there was some actually some good music back then I think, and there probably still is but
0: well and i think for me it's because my parents always listened to country growing up and so we used to drive as you know we used to drive across the country every year to go visit our family in prince edward island and my mother always had these three cassette tapes that she'd rotate because back then it was just cassette tapes. This was the early nineties. And so she had like Loretta Lynn and then she had this gospel classics favorite, which was like a really heavy organ music and it was like gospel, gospel music. like. Uh, amazing grace and and those kind of songs and and the old rugged cross and and then usually they would rotate in, you know, something else, but it was always something country and that's what I grew up listening to. And so as I got older and as technology improved, I used to of course have my little walkman or my CD player. But CD players used to skip and they only had a limited amount of battery power. So you'd be in the back seat, like hoping the battery wouldn't die and hoping you wouldn't, you know, wreck your CD because the potholes you're going over. And then eventually there was, uh, you know, that what were they called back then? The iPods or the, the original like little players. You had those for a while. Yeah. And I mean, now, of course we just do it on our phone, but I just remember the old days of the CD player and the old headphones. And
1: I never knew that story about you. It's funny because I just, my mom, when we'd go and my mom and dad, when we went to, uh, like on a road trip she would listen to C music factory oh <laughs> and maybe that's where my some of my hip hop and r&b stems from but yeah there you go but I didn't know your parents listened to country all the time. That's funny.
0: I remember my friend's mom, I thought she was so cool because she listened to C95, which is like our, for those who aren't living in Saskatoon, it's like our local like pop radio station. And so when we would be little and we'd like drive to the mall with her mom, she'd have C95 on. And I thought, wow, her mom is so cool. <laughs> Not that my mom isn't cool, but my mom was a big country fan and still is. Um, and so it was just a different genre of music. But yeah, you're definitely hip-hop, R&B, with the occasional sort of calm music
1: yeah or the i don't know what it's called like yeah like relaxation relaxation meditation music that's it's good for it depends on my mood it's all depending on the mood
0: well and and here's here's a loaded question who is your favorite artist craig
1: (laughs) (laughs) if you yeah i guess if you're connected with me on social media you'd probably know that drake is my favorite artist
0: i think if if you had the chance like if drake was coming to town and it was like, we're getting married soon. And I feel like if Drake showed up and it was our wedding day and you had the chance to like go to <laughs> dinner with Drake or marry me, you'd probably go to dinner with Drake.
1: I would see if we can See, there if was you a could really come come for long dinner. pause there. <laughs> <laughs> or if he could come to the dinner at the wedding. Oh, oh good save, good save. <laughs> There's got to be some sort of overlapping.
0: So why do you like Drake?
1: I like Drake because I think when he started, um, it was his music was always something different that I listened to and I was like whoa this is different and and I can understand what he's saying he's not slurring in his speech which is I don't know this is not bad but I can understand what he's saying and I think I'm still a fan of him because I've been fan of artists that that pump out music and then then they're gone for a year and then they come back and they have like a comeback album and then you're just like well I'm I kind of miss you, but like, where were you for a year? Where Drake has been consistent. He's been like, he's been really loyal to his fans and he keeps pumping out music all the time. And I'm just like, how does he do that? And it's just like, and he knows, like, I think his whole business plan or his whole goal is to like, just stay loyal to his fans so that they stick with him. And he just keeps shooting out music. And he he tells a story about his life, which you're like very, you become fascinated with him. And it's kind of crazy. It's kind of maybe unhealthy of me to...
0: It sometimes is a bit unhealthy. <laughs> I mean, when he releases a new album, it's it's like a religious experience for you.
1: yeah, it, sometimes it is. and there's sometimes where I'm like, you know what? I'm not buying this album and then, and, you then do. and somebody will like take one of his songs and make a funny thing about it or I'll see a song somewhere and I'm like, oh, that's it. I'm gonna oh, I'll hear one really good song and then I'll be like, I gotta get the album. but
0: well, I, and then you have to go and find out what all the words mean in the lyrics. So what's that website you go to? Oh,
1: uh, genius uh i think it's genius.com or whatever because sometimes with like with drake one of the things i like about him is that i can understand what he's saying and so it's just like what does that mean and i'm like is that like a shot at somebody is that like some and or is that something about what happened on this certain day he's really good at telling his life at certain days of the month or something and it's just like what happened where was i then and it's it's kind of crazy i don't know like i said it might be unhealthy
0: well, and it, it's clearly something that a lot of people know about you because I feel like I get messages from other people with Drake-related news
1: yeah. to pass
0: on to you. So even just one of my friends in Calgary the other day sent me a message saying, oh, you know, great news. The OVO store is opening up in the Chinook Mall, which is exactly where I work. And, and you know, I, I mean, I had to tell you because you love the OVO store for, you bought Toronto. my
1: You bought me a jersey from there, from the OVO store, and it was really nice. And, and it is a little pr- it's pricey there, but they do kind of take ordinary clothing like a jersey and they make it look really trendy and it's it trendy clothing yeah it's really nice and actually when you and i went there in uh i forget which mall in toronto we were in yorkdale yorkdale it was like the experience was really cool the the workers there were like dressed really trendy and it's like i don't know it was really small to go into but it was it was like almost everything there i was like oh i want to get that i want to get that it yeah, was it's really nice stuff it was a different experience for me for going to a clothing store
0: oh <laughs> So Craig loves Drake. That's the thing. <laughs> so I mean, he he loves music, but I think one of the things we thought we could talk about today is is a little bit about your love of music and kind of what you want to do with that. So if I was to ask you, you know, in your ideal world, how would you be incorporating music into your life?
1: I want to Okay, so with me and music, I've always kind of resonated with music really well. It's something that I find that comes easy to me. And so how I want to incorporate it, I kind of want to make music and i kind of want to i kind of want to create music for myself and see where it goes um and probably make goals and like where i want to go with it because i don't know it's something that actually when i do it i i find joy from it and makes me happy and it's kind of like a it's kind of like a a, if i'm stressed or whatever it's something that kind of takes me away
0: it's a good release
1: a good release exactly and uh One thing that I've started doing like in the last two years is like journaling, which I should have done it a long time ago. But I started thinking like when I journal, I should actually make it into lyrics or something like that and maybe make a song from it. Because I journal a lot and I could, why not do that? And because when I journal, I get like some of my best ideas in there. And so um, I want to kind of quickly give a shout out to my grandma because she always wanted to uh, put me into music. Like she wanted me to be in the choir since I was a little kid. And I remember I hated, I didn't want to go into a choir. And grandma always like, come into the choir, come into the choir. Grandma's and,
0: Jamaican, so he's not making fun of grandma. That's how I'm grandma not, sounds. No, I love my grandma. Making, <laughs> grandma rocks. Yeah, she does.
1: But um, I, I remember like a few years ago, I told her, you know, I want to thank you. And I think I wrote this in a card, like, thank you for forcing me to go into a choir. Because I think I joined a couple or, or three choirs in my lifetime. But it actually kind of got me really into music and same with my dad my dad always wanted me to be in a band in high school and I I or no sorry in grade six and I was kind of like ah but then when I started I really I really resonated with music as a at a young age and so
0: well I can remember did you play the trombone right yes I yes. played the trombone which is good because you're really tall and you have long arms yeah I could never have played the trombone like I don't think I would reach out to the end
1: well, funny story. When I started, I wanted to because you in grade six, I think you get to choose what instruments you can play. And I was like, I want to do the saxophone. It was that's all I want to do. I want to do the saxophone. And so when we got to actually try out the instruments, I I like the trombone and me were like long, long lost friends or something. I don't know. It's just like I, I connected with it better. And maybe it's because of my long arms.
0: Maybe I wanted to be a flute player, but we discovered pretty quickly that I can't whistle. Oh, it's like I can't, you know, I can't whistle. And so I couldn't play the flute because I couldn't get my lips to do what it needed to do to make the sound. So the teacher said I needed to just abandon ship and and pick something different. So that's why I ended up with the clarinet.
1: Well, I think that's kind of like with a saxophone. You have to kind of put your lips a certain way. And so I couldn't do that very well either. But.
0: I don't think I could have done trombone because I had braces. So I don't know how oh. I would have like blown into the trombone back then. Sorry, I
1: kind of <laughs> like went off tangent. No, that was a
0: good tangent. That was a good tangent because I I would be curious for you to talk a bit about your process because, I mean, I started bugging you about this probably in May because mm-hmm. I'm I'm a different person than you. We both think very differently, which mm-hmm. is why I think we're good together is that I'm very i'm not as creative as you are you're very creative and very you're good at brainstorming and you're good at coming up with new ideas and i'm just a doer i make lists and i just get things done and if i decide i'm going to do something i just do it right then and there i don't really stop to be creative about it and so i need creative people in my life to kind of keep me balanced
1: and that's what i love about you about one of the million reasons or infinity reasons why i love you is that you you're very motivating and inspiring when you. Just do things because that's something that I could definitely improve on. But anyways, we're going to have to
0: have like another episode of living with a tax lawyer. Yeah,
1: I think I feel like
0: I'm I'm difficult to live with. I can be a bit intense sometimes.
1: Nah, you can be, but I can be too. I could whatever. That's part of a relationship, I, think. I guess. But that's the that's not that's but not. I, but
0: r- I came to you and I said, you know, Craig, I'm I'm doing this. Like this is happening. I'm starting this podcast, and I need intro and outro music. And so you have till June thirtieth to come up with something for me.
1: Which was brilliant to do, giving me a, like a, a due date to do that. Cause then I was like, Oh, I got to get this done. And when you, when I knew that this music was going to be listened to by other viewers, and I knew that like, if somebody heard it, that they, that I might hear about it or something. I was like, okay, I got to get this done. And it was a really good motivation for me. So.
0: And I mean, it was kind of when you were starting to think about g- looking into making music and making beats and those kind of things. So, um, you had asked me some good questions. So you kind of asked me, well, what was it? What was it that I was looking for?
1: Exactly. Yeah. And
0: I think, so I told you at the time, my favorite song,
1: you said Jack Harlow, what's popping. I love got that a new song. whip. Just hopped in whatever.
0: Yes. <laughs> and I love the beat and I love that song.
1: So I listened to the song and it had what I noticed two essential pieces. It had kind of the piano piece and then it had like a hip hop beat piece. So I said, okay, I listened to the song so are you kind of looking for do you want piano in your in your music and i kind of thought like look this is i want this to be classy and so piano would be kind of a classical a classy instrument to have in your song and so you said yes i want a piano and i said and then maybe we can add like a hip-hop twist to it because i like i like your idea of making the tax chick kind of sorry the tax podcast fun and so hip-hop the hip-hop little beat twist to it would kind of make it fun and like maybe viewers from like younger viewers that like are into hip-hop would be like oh whoa this song is kind of cool let's listen to what this is all about
0: well and i think it you wanted to make it a really good representation of me
1: yeah and so exactly. i remember
0: you were working away on it and then the one day you're like okay do you want to hear it yeah. and i was nervous because i thought what if i hate it like, i'm gonna have to tell them because this is kind of a big deal like i can't can't put music out that i don't like But then as soon as you started to play it and I heard the notes, it was exactly what I was looking for. But it wasn't, I hadn't really described it to you, but yet you came up with exactly what I asked for.
1: And I was very relieved because I was like, oh, I'm not sure. But the weirdest thing for me that I, that was kind of like a light bulb moment for me was that when I was putting it together, it just kind of fell together super easily, which is something that doesn't come commonly in projects that I do. It doesn't always fall together. I really got to work hard, but this like fell together and it, and I was and I was so happy that you liked it. And I remember that I added, I'm like, okay, I added some brass horns to it. And <laughs> I, I played it for you. And you're like, nah. No. I said, stop
0: fiddling with it. It was perfect. <laughs> exactly the way it was. <laughs> yeah. And so
1: I'm really glad that you liked it because, and then that kind of even just kind of gave me confirmation that I'm like, I really need to do this more. And this is something that I need to do. But I'm just really happy that it was something that you wanted and you liked and,
0: well, and now we have fun because we we say to our phone, Siri, play the Tax Chick podcast, <laughs> yeah. and then then you hear like the first few bars of the song, and that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, and it's kind of like motivation for me to make more because I'm like, hear that song, I'm like, okay, I did it, I can do this, I can do this. So,
0: well, and I think some other people liked it too because I've had I've had some people that I do not know, like these are not people that I've paid or in any way know us, but have messaged me and said, who did your intro and outro music? Like, it's really good. Did you get that from a site or what did you do? And so, I mean, I've been kind of bugging you about this and saying, you know, hey, Craig, maybe you should do this for other people. What do you, what do you think about that?
1: And I was shocked that people actually said that. I really was because, and I'm really happy and I'm flattered. Um, I never, th- I've never thought that far. I am open, of course, open to the idea. I definitely...
0: I think it would be really cool. I think if anyone's if anyone's listening to this, and you think, "Huh, I'd like to see if Craig could make something for me," just send me an email at thetaxchickpodcast at gmail dot com. Maybe I can be your manager.
1: Yeah. Can I be your manager? Yes, I think that's the good. <laughs> w-
0: I'll negotiate your contracts team. for you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think we make a great team. So I think that's a, I think I it would be a great idea.
0: But we were talking before this, and we realized that there's a there's something that's missing. And that something that's missing is a name.
1: Oh. You you don't
0: have a DJ name or like a business name.
1: So I listened to your first episode and you called me out and said, yeah, so Craig doesn't have a name. And I <laughs> thought Craig C, DJ Craig C that's was... That's so
0: boring. <laughs> that's so boring. So we were floating around names here before we started, we started recording. What did we say? DJ CWC, because yeah. your middle name's William.
1: Actually, I really kind of like that. When you said that, that was like half an hour ago, an hour, maybe an hour ago. I was just like, whoa, that actually sounds really cool.
0: If anyone has any ideas for what Craig should call himself,
1: well, I, my middle name is William. And so I was like, what about Will? And then I said, oh, Will I Am. I'm going to get sued. I'm going to get sued by Will I Am. I can't do that. No. And a lot of the artists that I like, kind of, I'm a fan of, they, their name is basically their middle name or their first name. Like Rihanna, that's her middle name. Right. Drake is that's his middle name and so I was like but I like I'm kind of I'm I like DJ CWC that's kind of cool please somebody else don't take that if, yeah. you, if you're listening <laughs> to this podcast somebody's like making music and like CWC I co-. copyright
0: copyright yeah. <laughs> okay well if anyone has any ideas you can pass it along this, I feel like sometimes the the brain of the collective is better than the brain of just one or two people and and so you know might as well throw it out there
1: does it mean that they get uh, they get like
0: rights to the name, Yeah, I, guess, I don't know. I guess we'd have to have them <laughs> sign something. You'll have to give <laughs> away rights to the name if you come up with the idea. That we pick. <laughs> All right. I'm, well,
1: I'm going to have to say I'm loosening up now. Like I was really nervous. And now I'm like sitting here. I'm like, oh, this is how your guests like this is how they sounded so good. They got so loose after I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to do this.
0: you're all relaxed you're sitting on the couch you're wrapped up in a blanket yeah i'm in the corner of the couch if anyone's been at the james there's like this l-shaped couch and the corner is so comfortable you just get right in there but then there's like if you fall into the crack of the corner it's very difficult to get out it's so comfortable that you get all like cozied up in there and then you try to get off of the couch and it's a process (laughs) it's so i'm probably gonna have to need some help to get off of here (laughs) when we're done (laughs) well craig thanks for coming on today
1: Thanks for having me. This has been a really cool process and I get to, this is really cool to see how, how to, how this whole thing works.
0: And, uh, we'll probably have to have you on again.
1: I would, I would love it. Yeah. I, I'm interested to in hearing what people have to say for uh, DJ name. Yes. And, uh, please
0: send in your ideas. You don't have to. Either. Please send in your ideas. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's all we have time for today, folks. I hope we gave you some food for thought and we must have at least made you smile. Uh, please see the show notes for any material we discussed in today's episode and to find out more about my amazing guest today. Thank you so much for listening. And if you're interested in reading or learning more, I invite you to subscribe to my weekly blog, The Tax Chick Blog. And if you have an idea for a future episode or a burning question you would like to see discussed or a name for Craig's new business, please email me at thetaxchickpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. And if you enjoy the podcast, please leave a review on iTunes and click subscribe to be notified when new episodes are posted.